Welcome to the Unstuck Podcast, where we help you free your mind from what's holding you back. Well, happy Wednesday. We are uh, doing a special edition of the Unstuck Show today, and we're excited about that. It's actually on a Wednesday. We generally do this on a Tuesday. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, so we are still at home. We're still in quarantine. So if the audio is a little funny, if you hear some pattering of feet or tapping of toe, I hate to say toenails. That sounds so gross, but I know, but it's the dog, you know, it's his feet. And so nonetheless, (laughs) my wife was like, oh dear God, he just said toenails. Yeah. So, uh, we are in our home at our kitchen table doing uh, doing the unstuck show today. And uh, so anyway, we're doing this because, you know, so many people have questions about coronavirus and how it's affecting particularly our children. And so we wanted to do a, a version of the show about, you know, how do we handle this with our kids? What do we do uh, with our kids in this moment, how do we address this without causing incredible fear? How do we talk about this in an educated way, not just an opinionated way? And so we have a special guest on the show with us today. I'll be introducing him in just a moment. He's actually on the phone. So we're going to be doing that in just a moment. But before we do, uh, Amber has got some things that she was going to share that I think is so important. So, uh, babe, you've got some things that uh, that kind of set this up. I know here in our home, Carson's 10 and... He's not asked many questions, not yet. He'll he'll come out with some for sure. When um, he'll come out with some for sure, and they'll be deep and very well thought out. But Nellie, our six year old, has on three separate occasions brought it up, and we don't we don't have cable, so we don't watch the news. What we know about things are from discussions with Matt and I. Or, you know, just go into the proper websites to find facts and things like that. Um, But even our six-year-old, without Matt and I bringing it up to them, has brought it up to us. Um, And we homeschool anyway, so that's not unusual. It's not like they're on an extended spring break trying to figure out what's going on. So she's asked me, basically, Mom, is this like, you know, what comes around every year? And she's talking about the flu three of us in our home had the flu two years ago, right before Christmas. And it's almost like I see her trying to make sense of this and make sense of what's going on. Um, Make sense of like yesterday, she said, am I going to be able to go visit Nana? Um, Because, you know, my mom does stay home a lot, but my stepdad, as we have said previously, he runs her out for Sarah Lee. So he's in and out of a lot of retailers and things like that. So she's already processing and thinking about, gosh, how is this going to affect even me as a six-year-old kid? Um, And, you know, as a parent, I know kids can ask me some questions that stump me. So I just thought it would be a good idea to bring someone on that's got so much experience with leading kids through things and helping families through things and just kind of walk through a couple quick questions. Yeah. And so today we're so excited to uh, have our dear friend who has been doing, uh, has been working with kids for 20 or 30 years, probably closer to 30. And so we are so excited to welcome our dear friend, uh, Greg Zachary, who is the kids pastor at Judah Church in in Florida, close to Orlando, Florida. Uh, Greg, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. 
Good morning. Good morning. Well, buddy, I know that, uh, you know, how long have you been doing kids ministry, Greg? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, close to 30 years. Of course, I started real young, you know. But, yeah, yeah, sure uh, you did. Sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah I, knew, uh, I knew it had been at least 20 because Amber and I have been married 16, and you had been doing it for, gosh, years before we had gotten married. And so um, this is something that is very rare, by the way, for a male to do kids' ministry for close to 30 years, if not more, and you have dedicated your life to kids ministry. And uh, even though the Unstuck show is not a show about church work, it's uh, getting our mind unstuck. You know, the whole our whole slogan here, Greg, is helping you free your mind from what's holding you back. Well, one of the things that holds us back as parents is knowing how to communicate to our kids. And I don't know of anybody better to ask these questions to than you. I mean, you've been doing this 30 years and the amount of people you've walked through storms and personal pain with, with their children, loss of children, you you have to answer questions every Sunday, I would assume. So we have just a few questions and we want you to feel free to share any expertise that you have that we miss here. Okay. So, uh, babe, if you want to just go ahead and ask Greg a couple of these questions, because I know parents really need to know some of this stuff. And, uh, so Greg, Amber is going to ask a couple of these questions. And then, uh, again, anything you need to interject, please do that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, my, my daughter came to me with questions, but not all kids do. So when would be the best time to talk about your kids or to talk to your kids about crisis moments? Um, if they're not bringing it to you for sure. Yeah. I would go ahead and do it early because anytime in a crisis moment, they know, something's changed. You know, they know something's happened. And um, they may not know the full detail yet, the full scope of it, but they know that um, um, the routine has changed or something's up, um, but they know. And it's better that they hear it from you than to hear it from the news or Absolutely. hear it from down the street. Yeah. It's better that you control that conversation than it being told from somebody else to your kid. That's so good. So it's better for us to control the narrative. Yes. Very good. Yes. You know, do it early, you know, because they know that something's happened. And kids, you know, are a lot smarter that we give them credit for. Absolutely. We found that out with Nellie for sure. Well, I mean, and for, with Carson as well, but Nellie is the more vocal one. And so we yeah. have found that out for sure. Okay. So we've got to control that narrative, make sure we get in, get in on the front end of that. Secondly, Greg, how do we approach these moments without causing fear? Well, we have to, you know, go to them. In fact, we better know what's going on and we better know who, we believe in, okay? Um, and without causing the fear, be honest with them. But yet, at the same time, you know, these are kids, too. Be smart, be upfront with it. But yet, these are kids. And then, but without causing fear, is, you know, we're going to get through this. You know, don't just tell them, you know, that this is going to be something terrible. You know, we got to be, don't fear, but got to be smart about this thing. 
and we can beat this and we'll go through this together. Yeah, absolutely. So we're not backing down from anything. We're just simply saying, here's the reality. But as you say, because we all come from a Judeo-Christian framework of, from our belief system is we know who we believe in. Our faith is not in, not even in government, but it's in Jesus Christ. Um, exactly. Very good, sir. And so, again, let's go back over the first one. We control the narrative. Secondly, we just address it, be plain about it, uh, remind them who we believe in, Right. Exactly, because there is no hope with, without Jesus. I mean, um, that's what I tell our kids here. So true. You know? Amen, bro. And because of him, you know, like you said, I have overcome this world. You'll go through tribulations. There'll be trials. There'll be things that happen. But I've overcome this world. Yes, he Don't has. Care. Yes, he has. Very good. Yeah. So once, um, so once a parent feels like, okay, I'm ready to talk to my kid about this, what are some things, because I know sometimes we, we put off the conversation because we're scared we're going to say something wrong. Do you have any things, mm-hmm. any specific things that we should not say or do about yeah. this? Number one, be honest, you know, um, Again, they're kids, but be honest. Because kids can see right through you. If you as a parent or me as a you know, parent, you know, teacher, you know, pastor, you know, as you are too, um, if we're not being upfront and oh, you know, everything's okay, everything's good, don't worry about, it, you know, kids see kids again, kids are smarter than we give them credit for and kids can read you. And kids can see through you. And um, they know if you're being straight with them or not. But the things, you know, not to say um, is, number one, there's nothing going on. I'm okay. You're okay. Well, kids' routines have been, you know, changed. They've been turned upside down. Right. Especially like kids that go to school are not going to school. Like, Like here. Mom, can we go to Disney? Can we go to Universal? Can we go to SeaWorld? Uh, no. Well, why? We always do. Yeah, we have summer passes. I mean, come on. Yeah, we we have, even putting it locally for other places, we have water park, we're Six Flags, whatever that looks like. And now our whole summer potentially has changed over this. Yeah. No ball games. Little leagues are canceled. No movies. Um, Yes, no movies. So they know something, you know, their routine has been turned upside down. It's changed, you know, things as we know it or things as they know it are now changed. They can't do what they did. So we can't say everything's okay. Sure, sure. You know, everything, nothing's going on. Yeah, of course. They know, they know. So number one thing is not to say is don't mask it, don't hide it, you know, Sit down, talk to your kid, be straight with them. Yeah, of course. The thing is, but but what not to say? Don't put fear into them. Then you know, if you let your kids watch news, which I hope you don't, but you know, if you do, the news will put fear into them for you. Absolutely, as I as I would say, know the message without creating mania. Yes, exactly, because these kids know. Exactly, because the fear part, you know, 
is, you know, be upfront with them that you got, you know, come to your kids in confidence and know we're going to get through this. You know, don't portray the fear. And it's not really, you know, things you're saying, but it's also how you're acting. That's a good point. It's not just what you're saying. It's how you're behaving. Yeah. It's how you're acting. Yeah. Yeah. Cause kids, kids read you. Very good, sir. And kids know something's wrong. You know, something's not right with mom or something's not right with dad. You know, they're, you know, yeah, kids can see you and read you. Very good. And the last thing I would ask, and really you've actually already answered this one, um, early on in the conversation, but what are some of the misconceptions about kids in times of crisis? Well, you've already said this, they're smarter than we, they're smarter than we act like they are. Um, we, we act like that. They just don't have a clue what's going on. The truth is they've heard a sidebar conversation that mom and dad have had with a friend over the phone. They've heard, they've, mm-hmm. they've heard a Facebook video playing in the ba- in the background. Uh, so some of the misconceptions you have made it clear is that they definitely know more than what they portray or what we think they know. Yes. And so, and here's another misconception yeah, please. too, is that a lot of times parents or grownups, they, they think their kids can only pray little lay me down to sleep prayers. Oh, that's good, Greg. They, there's, there's kids that can pray. That is so good, man. Get with your kids. I love that. When the Bible says where two or three agree, it don't say where two or three adults agree. Greg, that's so good. It shall be done. Mm-hmm. Man. These kids can pray. Man, you, you have fired yeah. me up over that now. That's good stuff. It doesn't say where two or three adults agree. Come exactly. on, man. Your kids, you know, that's why we need to be teaching our kids more than bless us through, bless mama. Yeah. You know, I, I lay me down to sleep. No, no, no. They, there's kids that can pray the fire now. There's Amen, bro. That can touch heaven. You know, I'm not trying to get all super spiritual. Bro, here, you're fine. This is, this is who we are. I mean, we've said people on our podcast before, there's no way in the world our faith and our life with our nonprofit, our church stuff doesn't bleed over into unstuck podcast. I mean, there's no way because this is who we are. Amen. Well, you know, kind of like, you know, having Disney with no Mickey and Minnie. You know what I'm saying? You take it out. You know, That's so good. <laughs> it's so true, isn't it? And it, it, in this time, our only hope, you know, is... Amen. But these kids, they can pray. And, and the misconception is that me as a mom or, you know, as a father or, you know, as moms and dads, is that our kids can't help pray. They can. And let the kids pray and let them know God hears your prayers just as well as he does not. If not more. Yeah. If not more. Exactly. Probably yeah. more. <laughs> <laughs> well, Greg, man, we so appreciate you today. And thank you for being a part of the podcast and kind of helping lead us through this because these are unique, difficult, uncharted times. And so we're so grateful that you would take time to hop on a call this early in the morning, even though you're an hour ahead, it's still, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm thinking about going back to bed. I'm not sure. I don't know if my wife will let me. Lay before the Lord, Lord, bro. Well, Greg, we we love you. Thank you for investing in our kids' ministry at the Mm -hmm. table as well. We're very grateful. 
grateful for you for spending time with Catherine, our kids pastor. And uh, we know that our, I'm so glad that you did. And I know that our kids ministry has a brighter future because you're a part of it. So please know that we mean that. Thank you, brother. And remember this, we are in a, you know, uncharted waters right now, but you know what? We know the captain. We know the captain, bro. Amen to that. Amen to that. Amen. Well, buddy, thank you for your time today. And um, we sure love and appreciate you. And we look forward to chatting with you again sometime. Okay. Same here. Love y'all. Y'all have a great Thanks, day. Thanks, Greg. Right, bye bye, y'all. Thank you for joining us today. If you have enjoyed today's podcast, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes and share this show on your socials. We look forward to being with you again next week.